Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 96, and I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin. With me today, I have Anna Bernarski and Alex Jedrazak. Please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski, and I'm currently dying from school. Uh, and I am Alex the Jedi Jedrazak, editor-in-chief of GameCola.net, gaming outside the mainstream, and uh, lately I am dying of work. So, What kind of work, Jetty? Perhaps integral to the opinions of people who listen to this podcast? There may actually be, in fact. Uh, lately, one of the things that I've been working on, as you could imagine, as you could hope, as you would um, perhaps expect from my position, uh, is the new Game Cola website. Yay! Woo! For those of you who don't know, in addition to just being like the general editor-in-chief, Jetty does a lot of the website, does, has done over the years. Even before you were the editor-in-chief. This is true. You, you yeah. did most of the website design. Did you do it for the first, like, when Game Cola became a website instead of a newsletter? I believe I was a very small amount involved. And then I think um, in 2013, maybe, um, there was like a an update and uh, I was heavily involved in that. That was primarily me. Was that um, the chat update? Yes, that was part of it. Um, yeah, that's right, the chat. I remember the chat. That was Those were interesting days. <laughs> yes, experimental. But no, there's been a ton of updates to WordPress, and I'm, I've basically... See, I actually had been, um, basically since I took over, I had been working on building the new site, and I had... You know, done this and that and worked on it here and there and then when the site went down i just decided to restart it from scratch because <laughs> wordpress updates so often since i started this new project i've already had to re- um update wordpress like four times <laughs> this is like basically like once a month yeah no things are going very well um it's to the point where i've been uh discussing it with our host um of actually like doing the shift to go from the like staging platform to actually uh, being, you know, in, in quote production, I've imported the data. Um, I've made all the necessary updates. We'll actually have a nice-looking mobile view, um, yeah, which I've I know has the, been. I've seen the mobile view. It looks pretty sweet. Yes. Oh, um, for those on the podcast, uh, uh, this is the general look of the new site. <laughs> Other sites by our staff. Oh, by life in the dorms. Yeah, maybe I should. There's definitely some uh, temporary content. We need to make it about um cat president. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we could. We should. Let's. Let's. Yeah, let's talk about cat president. Well, here. Um, Let 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 me like before we move on. Or maybe I should just wrap up. I mean, was there anything else really for me to say? Like, I don't know where I left. What I was saying was that you was coming. You've just said you've got the. You were just talking about the stuff that you finished. Like, um, you've oh. uh, imported all the graph, like, the visual design is all set up. Yes. Um, so, most of it is set up. Uh, it's not quite ready for prime time, and there's still a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes, um, you know, stuff for the editors and for the uh, contributors um, that still needs to be set up. But the front page of the site is basically ready. We're just kind of in discussion of, you know, fixing the final minor issues and moving it to prime time. So very excited about that. Woo! Yeah. And hopefully you'll be able to hear this podcast like when this discussion of the hiatus is still relevant. Yeah. Uh, I'm having I if you've been having trouble following the podcast recently, it's because my ho- I've been posting them to SoundCloud um, recently, but SoundCloud only wants you to have a certain amount of time with a free account, and it's not really designed for that free account system isn't really designed for podcasts. Cause it's like I think it's like a three-hour time limit. Oh, so like it, like that's fine if you're making like pop songs that are like two minutes long. Right. But if you're making you know hour and a half long podcast, that's like two or three. So, sound my SoundCloud is currently like really mad at me because I sort of went really far over that limit by like an hour, and so now it's just giving me trouble. Like I tried like removing stuff. But it still like doesn't want to let me upload again. I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. what's going on, so I'm trying to find other alternatives at this point. Well, I mean, again, uh, hopefully the site will be back shortly, and we can do like a spam of, like, hey, here's all that you missed. Okay, so 
Let's moving on to uh, it's it is called Cat President, a more perfect yes. union, right? So, um, Pat, editor emeritus Paul Franzen, and current staff member Michael Gray have been working on this game called Cat President. It's a visual novel dating sim. I would I, I would say inspired by Had to Full Boyfriend, right? Like, <laughs> I would I don't think that's a stretch uh, to say. I, yeah. I mean, anything by Paul Franzen is probably influenced by Hateful Boyfriend. <laughs> so it's a game where you there are these cats, and it's all it's it's sort of like Hateful Boyfriend, where like it's images of uh, actual cats and other animals, and you help them on their campaign trail, and also I assume date them while helping them on their campaign trail. <laughs> I hope so. If not, I'm going to be so disappointed. I mean, no, the, 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 there's definitely there's definitely dating mechanics. I don't know okay, how. I think it's I think cuz so it's on if you're interested, you should go and look it up on Steam. Do you have to like go to a certain part of Steam? I don't know what it's called. Steam Greenlight. It's on Steam yeah, Greenlight yeah. right now at about I think almost 50%. Well, I think Last... pretty much everything gets on Steam Greenlight these days. Because last uh, last I heard from Paul, it was uh, 43%. And then after that, I think there was a news article on it from some website. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did so I would think that. that that would have given them another boost since then. Well, also, um, I mean, Paul is famous. He is actually on IMDb. <laughs> for, for, for Awkward Steve? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was... <laughs> That's what I would have thought. Um, so yeah, check it out on check it out on Steam Greenlight. Um, if you're interested, give it your the thumbs up. Yes, I'm interested in this, and help them come out on Steam. Yeah. And buy it when it comes out. I've got a I've got a rock and ukulele track hidden in there somewhere. Oh, do you? I do. I, I can I've, tell you where. You, uh, Jenny, you might know. <laughs> Paul might have just told you. No, actually, um, he was asking me, uh, if he could use one of my Pizzerian songs in the game. So yeah, check it out. It's gonna be a good time, and I think it's. I'm. Their plan is to get it out before the election season is over. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That might be a good idea. Well, I think like as like the elections get closer and closer, it'll be more and more relevant. I don't know. I mean, the election, uh, the election season, quote unquote, started like a year ago. So right, <laughs> I but feel like any time. It'll start to like. Later this year, it'll start to ramp up. Is that possible? I don't. This isn't a politics podcast, Jetty. I don't. If anybody's like really taking a list, us at our word on this sort of thing, they've come to the wrong podcast. I'm looking at mm -hmm. these comments on the uh, Steam Greenlight page for Cat President, and some of these people are being really rude. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. And, and Paul's just responding to them like. Okay, well, bye. Paul's <laughs> night. He responds to everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, like like you said, it's not a game for everyone. Like yes. Yeah. There's yeah, a very true. there's a very certain kind of person who would be into this, or maybe a certain group of people who would be into this game. Um, but it's very it's definitely not for everyone. So that is that. Oh, speaking of speaking of visual novels. Uh, there was. Are you guys familiar with Normal Boots? I'm play. I was playing that just before the podcast started. Jenny, so yes, you... I know what you're talking about. Sorry. I've heard the name, but I'm. Um, John Tron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Peanut Butter Gamer, Pro Jared, Continue with a question mark. Yeah. Uh, the Completionist, uh, Satchbag, and Did You Know Gaming? I think that's all of them. I'm gonna feel really bad if I missed one. Yeah, they're famous enough. <laughs> um, so they have they have their website group that they formed. Yeah. And a long time ago, someone they did a kick or a group of people, not them personally, did a Kickstarter to make a dating sim where you can date members, those people basically, <laughs> in like a high school setting, I think. Yeah. So like in the in the game, it's called what's it called? I don't know. How I to pronounce can't pronounce it. it. It's like Asago Academy. I don't know where Something the name like comes from. Yeah, Asagao Academy. Asagao, like morning face. A S A G A O. Yeah, like morning face. I guess I don't know why they would choose that. I, I don't know. It might be like, it might be. It, it either means something or it's a joke about how like. 
lots of dating sims will or like not yeah dating sims i guess or just like anime visual novel type thing yeah we yeah, usually yeah. just like japanese word english word <laughs> and it doesn't really mean anything like um sakura spirit <laughs> which is just like there's is no relevance yeah it's just like japanese word english word yeah but yeah it's a it's a high school setting right and mm-hmm. then the uh the members of normal boots it's like a it's like a club at the school and so i kind of want to see if if we can get uh diana <laughs> to, to bring her visual novel dating sim expertise to it because I don't know how familiar. Because it would be fun, like if she's not familiar with the group, to, like if if I like I did it with her, so like she knows how to do the visual novel, and I know how what the heck is going on and what everything's being referenced to. Or I Anna. It so far, it's it's great. <laughs> it's good. It's cute. Have you have you gotten a... through like an ending to an ending yet? No, I just it just came out yesterday. I just downloaded it this morning. I played it between. So how? getting to class how long how much time have you spent on it so far maybe about two hours an hour and a half okay i'm still on a point where it's just like hey you're still meeting everyone it's like oh okay okay so you're still probably at the part that you would be able to skip through if you wanted to take an alternate path yes because i think i think it's like for each set or group or something there's like three different endings yeah i was I was looking at Twitter and pushing up Roses, who's friends with some of the people on Normal Boots. She was playing through it. She said that the only one who would actually go out with her was Pro Jared. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that. Check it out if you're interested. I think it's free, right? It's free, yeah. Um, But you can also donate if you want, if you feel so inclined. So that's that. I don't want to hog all the... Is there anything else that... Any other news that anybody wants to bring up? It's Game Cola's um, birthday today, as we're oh, recording. Yeah. I actually just um, I just noticed that as I was looking at the Twitter feed on Game Cola's new website, and uh, Paul was saying that happy birthday, Game Cola. <laughs> he started it in high school, and he's pretty sure it is old enough to be in high school now. It would be fourteen. Yeah. So probably. Freshman year. Yeah, freshman. Don't get mixed up in the wrong crowd, Game Cola. Wait. It's April, so it probably would be another until August. August is the eighth month, so four months. <laughs> four months until high school. It would still be in eighth grade. Oh, oh, yeah. Game Cole's going through its angsty phase. <laughs> that's why that's why this that's why it went on hiatus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it ran away from home. Don't understand, Mom. <laughs> Games are outside the mainstream. <laughs> Speaking of Kickstarter games, which we were doing a moment ago, actually, if any of you recall, I posted a uh, a commentary. I believe it was called "Coming September 2016" or some or 2015. Coming September 2015, I believe, about all of the games I kickstarted that apparently were trying to come out at the same time and were all failing. All failing to do so. Like an old Game Cola article or a more recent Game Cola article. I remember, I think it was an article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it was like a blog post, I believe. Yeah. Okay, Um, yeah, I remember it. Okay, it's the same one I'm remembering then. I didn't know if you had done a new one. Oh, no, 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 no. This this was um, in September 2015. One of them finally came out, I believe, the beginning of this month. It may have actually been beginning of last month i don't remember but the point is i've been playing it which means that i've been playing a video game oh <gasps> i know oh crap i know what is the world coming to um this is what happens when game cola goes on hiatus <laughs> yes exactly but yes i've been playing hyper light drifter that sounds fun i don't know what it is but it sounds fun no um no it's not <laughs> i mean yes it is yes. <laughs> uh I was, I was gonna see if i could pull up like, uh, I might have made some posts about it on the old G. Coles. <clears throat> Let's see, did I? Oh, Hyper. wow. Hyper light. It looks Oh, fancy. wait. Oh, I've seen this. Coming 2015, a Kickstarter story. That's what it was. I've seen this. Yeah, I've seen... I saw some of this come out when people played it. Um, yeah. It looks... It was kind of like... I only saw, like, the first few minutes. Yeah. 
but it looked kind of more like a game that was more fun to play than it was to watch. It's not fun to watch? I, I mean, mean, I've been playing. Right. It, well, I mean, it was just like, um, I mean, like the, the visual, like the visuals are cool. Yeah. But it's like without the gameplay, without like being yeah. hands on with the gameplay, it's kind of just like waiting until you get to the new cool visuals again. Because <laughs> there's like definitely, part, again, I only saw like the first like 25 minutes maybe of someone playing. Yeah. Which also includes like menu time and like just the yeah. opening cutscene. And there is, at least up to that point, there was very much like a, like the whole game looks nice, but there was very much like a, this is a gameplay moment, this is a cinematic moment. Like even yeah. though you're still playing, like this is like, you know, you go to the cliff edge and like look out over everything and see how nice it looks. And yeah. then you go back to playing. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it's kind of like, which is which is a fine way to play it, to have a game and play it, and it's fun. But like, just watching it, it's kind of yeah, like, yeah. okay, I'm just sort of biding my time until we get to see the next cool thing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't quite have the same effect when you're just watching it as opposed to like you discovering this thing or whatever. Um, especially, I guess, like for me, the most fun is that like they actually have gone all out with like secret areas or like hidden areas and stuff which i guess i realize to me it's fun to just like walk into walls and be like i think there's going to be a hidden path here oh look i was right or like let me try jumping onto this ledge and i'm gonna bet that if i jump onto that ledge there will be another ledge that i can jump onto and then there will be like a secret thing that i can like open up which will show me like a hidden path and then i get there and then i you know there's nothing which to me it was fun and it was worth the venture but um perhaps somebody watching it would not be quite as exciting it also looked like the like the first time i really saw the menu interface it looked like there's a lot of complexity to it like or at least lots of like upgradables there are but i feel like the pacing is good and like you know i guess don't be daunted by what you see on its face it's a lot of stuff you don't really have to be too concerned about and like honestly, you don't use the menu really while you're playing. It's just kind of like remind yourself, oh, did I buy this? Like, how much money do I have? Uh, it's a fun game. I enjoy it. Um, I like stuff that has secrets, and it has them. And actually, I guess what's most interesting to me is that I feel like I'm pretty good at finding secret things, and I found a lot of them. But then about halfway through the game, I realized like apparently I'm missing a significant amount because there's a lot of things that I should be unlocking by now. <laughs> like, they, you will find keys out and about, and there are doors that take, like, you know, 15 keys, and I have three. So and... it's like, the idea is, like, it's a it's a cumulative thing. So, like, you don't lose the key. It's like, you need to have a certain... It's like uh, Mario 64. Yeah. Um, where at you least have I'm... to have a certain amount of stars, and then you can get in the door, but you don't have to, like, pay the stars to unlock the door. Yeah, at least I'm pretty sure, because um, I only just got my third key, which I think is like the base level, the lowest door that you can open. <laughs> um, so I haven't even opened a door yet, because uh, I stopped playing like shortly after getting that, and uh, have not gotten back to town to try it out. But yeah, like there, there's two things. Is like Number one, you get these, like, you pull up these things from the ground, like these... You're going around, I guess, like, unlocking or turning something on or something. And, like, it lights up these, like, triangles on your menu screen. And, like, you need four to complete each area, but there's eight. Okay. And, like, there, there's eight in each area, but there's only four that's required. And, like, I know I've definitely found, like, secret ones. Like, I have five in one area, and I have, like, seven in another. But to say that I found seven, and I felt pretty satisfied with my level of, like, searching... Or am I missing number eight? <laughs> I don't know. It's been fun. It's been an adventure. Uh, I don't really have that much time to play it, so it's like a couple hours each week. Um, as I've said, between work, work, and going to work where I actually get paid. But I'm right. Um, <laughs> yes, between working full-time and working on game call in the evenings and stuff, um, I don't have a lot of time to be playing video games. But I do on occasion. Anna, have you been playing anything particularly interesting? Um, or just anything. It doesn't have to be particularly <laughs> interesting. I've been playing Solitaire a lot. Uh, that, is yeah. a, that is a video game. It is. 
Is it like uh, base computer solitaire or like a special kind of solitaire like that you downloaded? Solitaire on my iPad. Oh, I've also been playing Tetris Friends, like on the Tetris Friends website again. Tetris Friends? I've been battling people playing Tetris. <laughs> you just, you play Tetris against random people? Yeah. How do you know it's another person and not just like a computer that they're pretending is another person? I don't know and I honestly don't care. What was it that I used to play? I used to play on Facebook Tetris something. Tetris I don't battle, think it was Tetris. That's exactly what this is. Okay, yeah. Because um, I think the thing is, is that I had a friend who told me I should be playing Tetris Friends instead of the one that I was playing, which I think is Tetris Battle. I got to level 100 in Tetris Battle, which is like the max you can get. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm very good at Tetris. Have you, can, I mean, you, can you do the Tetris speed runs? Like a, um... Okay, actually, I'm not particularly amazed at Tetris itself, I'm just better than most people. Okay. Um, which is all that you have to do <laughs> to beat Tetris Battle is be better than other people. Although what's comical is that in the lower levels, you're usually playing against, like what you were saying, like are you sure that it's a person and not just a bot? Um, in the like very lowest levels, it's mostly real people. Then from like 50 to 70, it's almost 100% just bots. So like how how you tell you can tell from their play style because they do the exact same thing every time. It's a randomized game, so like within limits, but you see extremely specific patterns that are played out over and over again. And I got in the habit of instead of playing as fast as I could to get the most points, I would time and I would be like, okay, I know that they're going to, you know, strike very soon. Like when you make a line. Mm -hmm. It'll, like, send blocks over your way and, like, do bad things to you or whatever. Right. Um, I could tell when that was going to happen, so I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to pause. Like, I just sent out a bunch of lines. I'm going to pause, wait for them to fill me up so that I don't get knocked out, and then I'll come back. And then, like, or I know that they are, like, getting very close to the top because they're, like, about to strike, and I'll just fill them up then. And, like, every game was, like, you know, 30 seconds, and I was done because bots always play the same um but then after like level 70 or 80 it started to be more people again i was like oh okay this is actually you know moderately challenging because they're not necessarily going to do the exact same thing again yeah i don't pay attention to that i just go hey i'm gonna play Tetris." <laughs> i've also Watch. been replaying little inferno which is oh oh wait didn't we have a is that one that we had a review? It yeah. seems like the kind of game we would have had a review for. I remember yeah, when it was a thing. Like you um, you have a fireplace that you need to burn things in or something like that? Mm -hmm. Sounded cool. Uh, actually, it's pretty hot, Jetty. Whoa. Uh, this is the most basic joke when someone says it's cool about a thing that's generally warm and then you say, hot, it's hot instead. It's the pinnacle of comedy. Yeah. No one's ever thought of it before. Yay. But yeah, um, that's it. So, does anyone want to hear some slightly exciting Mega Man news? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> you sound really into it, Jetty. Yes, yes, let's hear about... So, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, then you're probably familiar with um, the fact that the Mega Man has a TV show in development. I have heard that on the podcast. Release date is set for sometime in 2017, and it's being made by the people who made Ben 10 and Generator Rex. Those are the, those are the big ones that they've done. And, but uh, recently, uh, one of the main people there uh, did a an AMA about like book because he writes books too and he mentioned that they've finished the pilot episode for it yeah so it's it's coming along I don't know if we're gonna get to see because you know how like sometimes pilot episodes for shows will be shown like a while before they come out yeah yeah or before they're they're like main thing like even if they get picked up yeah like I remember um well, Steven, uh, you Steven Universe did that okay yeah. KO, which I think was called Lakewood Plaza Turbo, um, it had a pilot a long time before uh, it got its whole video game adaptation sort of thing. Loud House, I think, is another one where they... It wasn't... I don't know if it was really a pilot as much as a short, but, like, they still upload, like, 
a thing about it, and now it's coming out soon. But, like, that was a while ago. So I'm hoping that we'll get to start seeing, like, previews of it. Because I really want to know, like, what sort of style they're they're going for with it. Yeah, like, is it going to be... I thought of the name of it. I know there was another recent Mega Man, like, anime, and I'm completely blinking. You mean not the original TV show? Not yeah, the not, not the, like, 80s one, but there was one... Not the Battle Network anime. I think that's the one that I'm thinking of. The the battle the Mega Man Battle Network TV show? I think so. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like that in terms of visual style. Because if, if you look, if you do, you can find some original promotional material for the Ruby Spears early 90s one. And um, <laughs> it, it has like the more, it has a visual style that's closer to the games. Like everyone's more squat and cartoony. Yeah. But apparently that didn't test well at the time, so that's why they changed it into the more like realistic proportioned version. But I mean, it'll probably. I mean, I can kind of imagine it because like those people. Let me let me find the name again. Mega Man Star Force is that what I'm thinking of? That's like the sequel to um Battle Network. It might so it might have been Man of Action Entertainment. This is expected to air sometime in 2017. See, like, there's not, like, news about it, you know? Like, everything, like, whenever I look up stuff to try to find it, like, I have only stuff that's, like, from last year. <laughs> not, like, not like updates. Like, I want updates. Yeah. Uh, this is just an article that says it's, it's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> definitely still happening. This is definitely still a thing, we promise. Oh, they, they found a, uh, I think they found a, someone found the, um... The logo. It looks like someone might have found the the logo that they've trademarked for the show. That's the best. Like that's kind of disappointing, though, right? What do you mean? Like that? That's the best thing you can get. Oh well, yeah, but it's better than nothing, you know. I mean, like beggars can't be choosers. I'm excited Man. for it, but I want to. say I want to hear it while we're at it. Let's um, the Mighty Number no. Nine TV show. Oh yeah, you're supposed about... to come out. I also talked about this last time. Yeah, or I guess two times ago. Yeah, yeah. Last time I talked about um the Mega Man TV show. I think you talked about how much you disliked Mighty Number no. Nine previously, uh, or at least I'm, that you were not impressed. I'm disillusioned more. That I mean, that this might be contradicting what I said two months ago. I won't deny <laughs> that. But my current feelings right now are more disillusioned more than anything else because I was really excited for it. Yeah. And now I'm definitely not really excited for it. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that happened with it that I'm not super happy about. I mean, it would be sad if the cartoon came out before the game. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Inafune's wanted to make an anime for, like, you know, since the beginning almost. It feels like... Like, remember Mega Man 8? That really wanted to be a ma- uh, an anime <laughs> instead of a video game, and then like all the Mega Man X games after X Four, right? Like they just started throwing in a bunch of anime cutscenes into everything. Yeah. By the way, while we're talking about previews, I thought I would uh, show you guys a little preview of the new site. You can see here in newsite.jpg. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Beautiful. What is this is is this actually a picture of the old site? <laughs> this is a picture. It is definitely it says new site <laughs> in upload slash twenty ten slash oh one new site dot jpg. Did you find that? I was importing all of the uh all of the media from the existing site into the new site and I came across this and I thought it would uh I thought it was quite, you know, topical or whatever mm-hmm. topic. Like, I guess I just like looking at the logo and seeing the like, like the prototype of the logo. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's like part of me that wants to like try to register just the head as the G <laughs> instead of like the whole body. Yeah, yeah, because that's how it is currently. Right. But I guess the whole body was supposed to be the G originally. Mm-hmm. So, but it just looks like it says Amola. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the C. The C works. The G doesn't quite work in the original logo. Yeah. I mean, you can still, I mean, if you're on the site, you probably know what it's called, so you can figure it out. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I found something. Mega Man. 
Mega Man. Yeah. No, uh, Mighty yeah. Number no. Nine TV show, but it's uh, it's release is quarter two of 2016, which I that's that's pretty soon. Like, yeah, like technically, I think that started. Yeah, but I mean, it could be it could be any time in this, so it's probably I'm imagining it later, or you know. In my number nine spirit, maybe it'll just be delayed a year, <laughs> you know, just to to keep up with everything. I think this uh, the same thing happened last time I tried to search a quarter. Google calculated what one quarter times two is, <laughs> as in a quarter of two. <laughs> April, yeah, April, May, and June. So sometime in the next couple of months, assuming that you know. It hasn't been delayed again. Rumble, grumble. I guess the show hasn't been delayed, but something Mighty Number no. Nine related being delayed. And here's like here's the thing: target audience, kids six to eleven. That's not like isn't the whole backbone of Mighty Number no. Nine the reference to Mega Man? I think actually you guys talked about that a bit on the last podcast I, I listened to as I, well. I did. Um, like. Like in general, like um, you were talking about um, Pac-Man, the mm-hmm. cartoon. It is strange if Mighty Number no. Nine is supposed to be targeted. Like, I mean, isn't it supposed to be targeted at Mega Man fans? I mean, that's where the kickstart. I mean, it, it's just like visually, it's Mega Man. Like in terms of gameplay, I think it's actually really different mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, which isn't necessarily bad, but it is different. Um, but visually, it's like. Mega Man, like the the characters and everything are very clearly supposed to refer back to Mega Man. So it's like, I can understand that since it's a TV show and like a cartoon CG animation TV show that you've got to skew younger for that. But like six to, I feel like you want to go to more like preteen, like 11 to 13 or 14. Yeah. Rather than six to 11, because kids six to 11 aren't going to, aren't going to be a, 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 attracted to it they're not going to know what's going on with this thing also i feel like six to or um like 11 to 14 you can make in such a way you know like uh like avatar the last airbender or something like you can make it where it also still appeals to adults whereas six to 11 is a little young to make anything that will still appeal to adults mm-hmm. i feel like six but also like i worry that Sometimes, like, I feel like the idea is that it's a, you lower your, you write the show, like, thinking, like, oh, this would be cool for this stage demographic, and then it's like, I don't want to actually try this hard to make it good. Oh, we'll just knock the demographic down a, a, a peg, and then we don't have to try as hard because it's for younger kids. Yeah. I feel like so that's like, really what, like, I think I mentioned this too, but I think that's really what happened mostly with Pac-Man. I think Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures was an extreme of that. Mm-hmm. But like I think like it was originally conceptualized to be more serious, and then they like decided that they didn't want to try to write as well, so they just made it for a younger audience, so they wouldn't have to like try very hard to write it. I don't know. I guess like my feeling about Mighty Number no. Nine is like it was advertised as bringing back Mega Man, and it's more intended to be like Mega Man for a new generation. Mm-hmm. which is a slightly different concept because instead of being what Mega Man was for the people who liked Mega Man then, it's a new Mega Man, like the concept of what Mega Man was, again, for the age group that it was originally, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of not exactly what people paid for. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's it's it really feels more like just starting Mega Man over from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. But like in the current market yeah i mean i think that it's i think that the the game itself looks a lot more like Mega Man x like it's a lot more fast paced Mm. with the dashing especially like the way the dashing works and like the idea that you're supposed to defeat like and a part of it is that you're supposed to try to defeat these enemies as fast as you can you know like you get combo bonuses and stuff yeah so instead of like Instead of like the enemies, the enemies being the challenge themselves is more. How can I do these enemies the fa- get destroy these enemies the quickest? Yeah, and the challenge comes more from that rather than the innate difficulty of the enemies themselves. So like an enemy becomes more difficult not because of how it was placed, 
but because of not just because of how it was placed, but because like, oh, I need to try to do this thing in order to get a higher score combo. Yeah. But like if you don't care about the score combo, which I'm yeah. pretty sure I won't really when I play it, yeah. then it's like it I worry that it's just gonna be super easy and straightforward because it's designed for you to try to be more reckless. Like I think um was it I wanna say I was playing uh, Devil May Cry or Devil May Cry Two and that like I thought I did pretty decently at the game, but I kept getting like C's and D's, and it won't let you progress to the next level if you get like a D. I'm like, I thought I did fine. Can I can I just continue because I don't care that much about playing perfectly? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think it's quite like that, but it doesn't seem as Mega Man, which is fine. Yeah. But the main reason I was interested in this was because it was Mega Man. <laughs> so like. The the more you deviate away from that, the more you're going towards a new target audience, which I really think is what they're trying for. And I, I, a very bleak way of putting it is that they just wanted to get Mega Man fans interested in it to pay for it. Mm. Yeah. Which I don't want to necessarily say because we don't know if that's true. And that's more, I think that a lot of that talk is just fueled by completely justified frustration. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know if that's exactly the case. And, you know, I don't know how, like, how things changed, like, once they started working on it. Like, maybe they had a very different idea of what it would be when they started, and then it sort of turned into something else, which is fine. But it's becoming less and less interesting for me. Also, if it's going to be Mega Man, how are they going to do all the sequels? Because it's, right now it's Mighty Number no. 9. You can have Mighty Number no. 9 2, <laughs> Mighty Number no. 92, or, like, Mighty number ten. Like I don't know if we thought this this part through very well. Start using. Gonna try to make another one, which makes me think that they're maybe not planning on making another one. Because <laughs> I think they're going like like they're skipping right to basically Mega Man Legends. I think in their like reboot. Like if you treat if you treat this as like starting over from scratch, like they started with Mega Man one. And then they skipped to Mega Man Legends, which I think was another game that, like, a big appeal of it was its relation to Mega Man rather than the core. Like, I think, I'm sure there, I'm not, I haven't played it, and I've only seen some of it, so I I don't want to, like, bash it. But I'm pretty sure, like, had it not been Mega Man, I don't know, there would definitely not have been as much of, like, oh, let's try this. And then people could legitimately get interested in it based on what it was. But I think like a lot of that trying it wouldn't have happened were it not already Mega Man. Mm. And it wasn't necessarily something about the format that drew people. But without Mighty Number no. 9 already bringing in a lot of interest, the connection that Red Ash is supposed to have to it doesn't really mean anything. It's like, oh, hey, look, it's a character that's supposed to be this, you know, the alternate universe equivalent of the female character in Mighty Number no. 9, except we haven't done anything in Mighty Number no. 9, so this doesn't mean anything to me. Red Ash just makes me think of Pokemon. Red Ash and Blue Gary. <laughs> so that's another that's another Mighty Number no. 9 rant. Um, in case you're interested, it is also coming. It is coming out quarter two, 2016. I don't know if we know when that is. Uh, they said we ex- we expect it to realistically be in spring 2016. Mm, spring, huh? It's still spring. This it is still spring, but I don't know. I have time. They but like they haven't been talking about it at all. You know, it's like maybe fun. maybe. Maybe they haven't been doing any announcement stuff because, or maybe people aren't following it as much because interest has waned so much after all the the delays. But I haven't heard anything about like, oh yeah, it's coming out soon. Everybody get ready. Like there's been no like new promotional material recently. Like when would you say spring ends? June. June? In like June. Like I know a lot of things that are coming. I mean, when is the summer solstice? I think, yeah, June. I'm just saying that there's a lot of stuff that's coming out in June that is, like, ramping, like, up advertisements right about now. So, 
I don't know. I rem after after three delays, I remain skeptical, but we'll have to see. All right, there's a there's a Mega Man related rant for anybody who missed it last podcast. <laughs> Video games. Video games. Video games. They're pretty neat. Mhm. Mm Anything else coming out that we're excited about? Game Cool's new website. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jay, but we already talked about that. Unless you had some more stuff for the people who stuck around past the initial. Did I talk about the new mobile site? Because people complain about that a lot. You did talk about the new mobile site. There's a random article um, in the sidebar. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's talk about alcohol in video games in celebration of I can now drink alcohol legally. Oh. As of 10 days ago. <laughs> Merry birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. So, alcohol in video games. Thing springs to mind immediately is Conker's Bad Fur Day, <laughs> which opens with the main character intoxicated. Yep. I don't know very just... much about that game. I just always think of, like, all of the clear references to alcohol that were, like, vaguely censored out of, like, Super Nintendo games, like, um, Harvest Moon, where you go to the bar, and the girl's like, here, have this juice that I made, and then you, like, drink it, and you wobble around for a bit, like, red-faced. <laughs> like, yes, I am definitely drinking juice at a place that is clearly labeled bar in multiple, <laughs> like, locations. <laughs> In the game, uh, Read Only Memories, there's an achievement for drinking all of the drinks at the bar. And I discovered that you can only drink a certain amount before you pass out. And you wake up somewhere random that is not far. <laughs> like your home or the police station. <laughs> but yeah, I have to keep an actual list on my phone all these drinks so I don't order them again. Um, then I'd be there forever. In Stardew Valley, which is basically Harvest Moon, there's there's a there's like a there's a tavern and it's you know, since it's just a, a PC game, it doesn't have to be PC, I guess. Um but I'm sh and so there's there's one character. So like one of the one of the things about the game is that you get you basically get people to like you. You can the way you get people to like you are like you can talk to them, you can do the like there's a poster board where people will randomly put up like things that they need and if you do those they'll like you more. Or the fastest way is to just give them stuff. Just give everybody <laughs> gifts and they'll just like you a ton, especially on their birthday. If you give someone a birthday present, they get like two hearts up like immediately in your like little social bar thing. But like so everybody has like there's like certain tea so like you can't just give anyone anything. And they're also like so there's certain things that people don't like, they're neutral toward, they like, they really like, and then there's like a perfect gift sort of thing, where it's like this is the this is the best gift you can give this particular character. And so I've been I've been playing the game without like looking that up. I don't want to game the system my first time through. You yeah. know? Mm -hmm. But there's one character who's always in the tavern at night and always gets drinks and so i am slowly becoming her friend by fueling her very clear alcohol problem <laughs> because like in the game it like does that i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it, it's not programmed this it doesn't change anything like it's not actually like changing how the game works or anything but like you just become this person's friend by just fueling her rampant alcoholism <laughs> And so far, I haven't figured out how, like, if it's a problem. Because, like, so far, nothing has happened yet because of it. It's just it's just very clear that she, she just goes to the tavern every night and she gets beer. But, like, I don't know if, like, there's never been, like, an issue in the town or something about it. Yeah. So, hopefully, I'm not causing problems. Everything's <laughs> um, probably fine. Probably fine. I keep trying to think... Um, I know in the beginning of Chrono Trigger, there was a, quote, soda drinking contest, I believe it was. Like, you're supposed to drink something, and you're supposed to drink a whole bunch of them really fast. But I also want to say that there was a similar one that was, like, a chili... Oh, no, 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 that one was um, Thousand Arms, where you're supposed to have a chili drinking contest, which, once again, leads you to be red-faced and acting silly. What, what, and it's in Chrono Trigger in a different game? Um, the chili drinking contest was Thousand Arms. 
um, okay. the soda the soda thing was definitely Chrono Trigger at the very beginning when you're at the fair. Right, There's I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, again, clear and obvious references to alcohol <laughs> um, that apparently were not. This is an alcohol. What are you talking about? What is alcohol? That's not real. <laughs> We're not cleaning anything here. <laughs> we don't need any antiseptic. Don't don't drink cleaning alcohol, kids. It tastes really bad. Also, it's very unhealthy. <laughs> I think that's the yeah. main thing. <laughs> the, the part where you might die. I think that's yeah. a little more important. <laughs> Maybe. If it tastes bad, you're going to spit it out, I'd hope. <sighs> I think you, under, you underestimate the fortitude that people have when it comes to trying new things. In Rogue Legacy, you can get a character who's a drunkard, I think. I haven't played Rogue Legacy in a really long time. And that's the one where it's like, it's a, it's where you go into the castle and like you play through that same, you play through it and like when you die, it's like your next of kin yes. comes in and you can like choose from like three sort of randomized builds uh-huh. that I all have like wrong. different qualities. A few months ago, somebody shared this potion-looking thing that was alcohol. It looked pretty neat, but I wasn't 21 yet, so I couldn't really do anything about it. <laughs> so it was just like some. It was just like a drink that was like put in a container to make it look like a potion. Yeah, it was um, fancy. I, it was like bright green. I don't know what it was. I haven't. I haven't played much of uh, Crystallis, but based on um. Some stuff that I've read, I believe there is a lot of alcohol hall <laughs> present. The El Cholo. El Cholo. <laughs> I, I would like to bring up, I'm t- we're referring to um, our, one of the Hacks and Slash episodes where we decided that w- there needed to be some bad Crystallis fan fiction in the world because there wasn't any. So we wrote one. Uh, ourselves, like as a game cola collaboration, and I want to point out that I'm pretty sure 90 to 100 percent of the alcohol misspellings were me. Like actually trying to, like not like trying, trying, but like just guessing how to spell alcohol and not really thinking about it. Like I didn't like go in and be like, oh, I'm gonna move the H here. I just like didn't try to spell alcohol correctly a bunch of times. And I was incorrect most of the time, which is what I needed for that. So that one was a lot of fun. But yeah, watch out for the villains that will steal all the Alkchol Hall. Yes. All three then bumped fists and shouted their war crime. Alchol Hall. <laughs> That's did, one of my favorite lines. Did we ever get, we need to get Diana to like, um, what's it, what's, what are those games called where like, it's not virtual reality, but it's like, you know, like where the game is like, oh, there's these websites that you go to and you like pretend oh. like you're actually solving some yeah, sort like, of real world like, mystery. Um, ARGs. Or yeah. We need, to, we need to set up like an ARG type thing where it's like we're actually like posting it in chapters and it's like an actual person posting it and then like people coming in. And commenting on the things, because like there, it wasn't. It, it was written as though people were like responding to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. As yeah. we were going through, and so we need to have like those people actually like responding to the different chapters. Yes. And, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about that. That actually having people sign up as the people we talked about in mm-hmm. um in like the author's notes. Mm-hmm. I kind of just want to go back and listen to that again. <laughs> it was pretty good. It is a classic. It is a classic. Speaking of, how is, are have we announced what the next tax and slash is going to be? Because I'm pretty sure it's set the topic. I'm going to be honest. I haven't even had time to look through it yet. But but it is decided what it's, it's going to be. It's probably going to be Hotful Boyfriend. It is probably definitely going to be Hotful Boyfriend. I just need were to you, look through the stuff that I have. Were you guys planning on doing one or like a compilation like the Phoenix Wright or the Zelda ones? I totally I feel bad, but I just, I have not been looking at this. It, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, I was just curious. Because it's you and Diana that are working on that, right? Yeah. Probably. So that would explain, It's this is not the kind of time where it's, things like that gets done. Yeah, it's like too close to the end of the school year, so it's kind of just, hopefully over the summer. 
mm-hmm. hopefully over the summer, some point. That would be neat. <laughs> but we also need suggestions. So if you've got if you've got suggestions, send suggestions. That would be really, really neat. Fantastic. Yeah, because a lot of time we just look at fanfiction.net, but like we'll take we'll take anything as long as it's you know not completely inappropriate. And not the same exact person we've done. Yeah. If it's just, if it's a person we've done before, we're well aware of what else they've written. <laughs> Whether or not we're going to do that again after an extended period of time. Yeah. But yeah, it should be possible boyfriend, and it'll be fun. Which I'm not going to be on because Diana will kill me. <laughs> Why will she kill you? Because I'm... Because I've never, I haven't, I've seen parts of Hateful Boyfriend, but like, I don't know, the way I point out the absurdities in uh, it yeah. really gets under Diana's skin for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> like, it, because it, other people do it too, and she's fine with it, but Diana doesn't like it when I specifically, something about the way I do it, when I point out inconsistencies or things that don't make sense in her dating sims, <laughs> she gets really upset. Which is fun for podcasts, like for a no, regular podcast. But I think for one where we actually need to get through the material, yeah, it's probably not very productive. I thought I saw like, something about something new coming out that has to do with Hostile Boyfriend. Besides Holiday Star. Besides Holiday Star. Diana retweeted something. It was a little while ago. I don't remember, though. And I'm kind of hoping that it's not. I don't think I could handle anymore because those games actually killed me inside at least a little bit. They're more emotional than they should be. <laughs> I've been traumatized by birds. Fake birds. It's a sad, sad thing. I tried looking it up, but I gave up quickly. Here's a question. Do you guys, when you guys play um, games on your computer, do you sometimes plug in like USB controllers? I Wait, on the computer? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I've been playing um, Hyper Light Drifter using an Xbox 360 controller. So. So, okay, so you use a 360 controller. But you Maybe don't... Because do you have a 360? I used to develop for the 360. Oh, that's right, that's right. Okay. You say, I didn't think you had any consoles that were made after, like, you know, 1992. Yeah, no. Um, but that's right, you, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, I don't think I... I've touched it in a couple of years, but I, I have it. Anna, what about you? When I play Castle Crashers and Fortune's Tavern, I do. Stuff like that, where it's sometimes multiplayer, or I need to... Like, if it's an RPG Maker game, I will, but not really. Because most of the games I play don't really need a controller. What what kind of controller do you use? I don't even know what kind it is. I... Yeah, I left it in my dorm room, and I'm currently at home, so I can't even get up and look at it. So it's 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 like a just a four computer one. It's not like a one for a system. Yeah, it's just one that has a USB in it. You just plug okay. It computer. I use I use the PS4 controller from our PS4 back home. Now, have you ever used other controllers? Because I've only used the one really. I've only ever used the plug into the computer kind, and this is only the second one I've had. So I wouldn't know how to compare them. Yeah. I had a, like, I bought it in, like, 2004 or something, like a Logitech. Um, it was basically a PlayStation controller for the computer. I think that's the kind I have, or at least I did have. I wish I could do GameCube controller plugged <laughs> up. But it doesn't work. Because I don't know, I like the feeling of this, I guess. Yeah. But I just I just like the... Cause like the I like the C I like this the uh, not the C stick, the um, the main analog stick, being uh, the more upward one, mm. you know, rather than like because on the PS4 and I think all the PlayStation controllers it's like the two at the bottom. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Which I guess it works better when there's like games where like one of them is the camera and one of them is the other thing. But I I still like the D pad sort of thing is like in the main spot where I keep my thumb. But like it's usually like one of the worst ways worse ways to control the game. Mm. If, but my thumb like more naturally goes to there. Yeah. But that might just I don't know if that's like innate or just habit. 
don't know. What about what about you, Jay? What's your opinion on your controller? Um, I guess the thing is, is that like the Xbox 360 controller is perhaps not the best to play retro style games. Right. Because um, like the D-pad not very good, is it? Um. Recall. And like the locations, because like like you were, you were saying, um, on the PlayStation controller both of the sticks are like down at the bottom whereas on the um the xbox 360 controller like one stick is off to the side mm-hmm. like, like the other one um hold on let me well like basically okay um the d-pad is where the stick would be and the stick is where the d-pad would be for what like, if it was a PlayStation controller, they just swapped the spots. Okay. So, like, the two, like, there's a D-pad and a stick next to each other. And then off on, like, the left is the other stick, which is just kind of strange. Um, like, I guess basically when I'm trying to play, you know, like, Super Nintendo games or whatever, not only is it, like, a very big controller, um, but, like, you have to hold your hand kind of at an angle to use the D-pad and the buttons and yeah like i don't know if it's necessarily the controller's fault or if it's something with the programming but like honestly i find it easier sometimes to play using the left stick as the d-pad because like if i'm pressing and holding right i'll sometimes randomly go up or down instead of going right if i'm using the d-pad but if i hold right on the stick it'll properly go to the right like there's no question about me going in the direction that i wanted like you would think the d-pad or that the um that the stick would be more wiggly but it's the d-pad that wiggles around a lot see i like what the gamecube did where it's like the because like in the gamecube one of the things that they the games just don't use the d-pad <laughs> like they just don't <laughs> And so it's like really small, and it's it's sort of like the Xbox. Well, like what they did is um, the 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 analog stick, instead of just being like a circle, yeah, it's got these this um, oh. octagon groove sort of thing going on. Yeah, and so like if you want to go like directly, you know, to the yeah. left or to the right, you can you can hold it and it like it'll you know go to that position. Yeah. But if you don't want to, you you want it to be more like gradual. Like that's still an option, but it's easy to go into the principal yeah. directions if you really want to. Yeah. Which I really like. I also like how like the the buttons on the GameCube controller are set up. <laughs> cause like it's it's real. Cause all the other you know the other controllers sort of give all the buttons the same sort of treatment. Yeah. But, like, most, a lot of games only use, like, one or two. Yeah. And, like, in the or, like, there's a very clear, like, difference between, you know, which buttons are important for what. Yeah. You know, so with the GameCube, you know, you've got your A button, which is just nice and big. Yeah. And then you can go to, like, any of the other buttons from that button. And also, like, A is big and green, B is red and small and next to it. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, and, and so, like, whenever you're playing the Xbox, it's like, or whenever you're playing PlayStation, it's like, well, which one's square again? Right. And, like, if some game is, like, trying to teach you, oh, well, you know, this is cancel and this is accept and, like, whatever, and this is enter the menu, like, it's pretty obvious when, like, a button is big and green, that's going to be the accept button, and, like, the red one that you don't want to be pressing, which is smaller... So that you don't accidentally hit it, you know, is going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. That makes, you know, logical sense. And like when you're when you're playing like third-party games where they're always like press the, and they'll say like the claw button because it's a it's a cross-platform and they yeah. didn't want to record different, yeah, voiceovers for the different controls, yeah. And but it'll show like a picture of it. It's a lot easier because like all the buttons have like different shapes too. Right? Yeah. Or like, I mean, I mean, they're both A and B are both circles, yeah. but like, it's a big green one and a small red one, and then X and Y are like one is like a horizontal bean and the other is a vertical bean. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, 
That's what they are. I mean, they are being shaped. There's, there's no getting. I mean, there's. I can't really think of anything else to call it. Yeah. Than a bean. But like, so like, like Mario Party. Like, there are lots of situations where it's like you got to press these buttons really specifically, really fast. But yeah. like, it's really easy to tell like what button is. You can just see by shape, even. Yeah. Well, like you can feel the difference pretty obviously. And I feel like it's really e like I'm holding it right now, and I feel like it's really easy to move between the buttons because you've sort of got that A button in the home. But then, like, you can easily get to any of the other buttons from that. Whereas, like, when they're all spaced out, like, you're not really going to be hitting X and triangle at the same time. But X is, like, one of the main buttons most of the time. Mm. And so, the, like, with since A is the main button, you can get to any other button pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, A. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to go across two other buttons in order to, like... Yeah. Yeah. But so, like, the way that ends up is, like, triangle is, like, almost never used because, like, you want to just go... Because X is usually the main button, and then you just go between square and circle. Yeah. Because, I mean, I find I find that triangle is not used very much for PlayStation stuff. And uh, the Xbox 360 controller, I just remember that. I just don't like how the A, B, uh, Y, X buttons feel. Hmm. Like, I feel like it's really not geared toward those being used in general. Xbox 360 felt like it was a lot more about the triggers. Yeah, well, I mean, Halo, Call right. of Duty. But, like, all ex more exclusively, like, the control stick trigger setup. Because PS4, like, will we'll mix it up. But I felt yeah. like when I, the games that I played on Xbox 360 felt very geared towards... Yeah, let's just use the triggers because the buttons like didn't feel like there was as much time put into them. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I just like I like how it feels. I like how the GameCube controller feels. Though it is a little weird, like the way they did the Z button. How there's like a second trigger but it's basically like a second trigger button for um the right side, but then the left side only has the one. Hmm. That's a little weird. Yeah. I guess I couldn't put it on the back. Anna, what so, do you think about controllers? Controllers are pretty neat. I, I honestly don't know. I'm sorry. The one I have is pretty nice, I guess. What about the Wiimote? That's a pretty interesting controller. Yeah. It's funny because, like, lots of people were, like, upset about how... I feel like... I don't really remember as much. But I feel like lot, weren't lots of people, like, upset about the design? Like, they thought it looked stupid? Yeah. My <laughs> And then, like, you hold it sideways... My asshole friend still, like, has a thing against it. I'm just like, okay, it's, it's 2016, you can get over it now. But <laughs> but it's funny, because if you hold it sideways, it's just an NES controller. Yep. With a few more buttons. So it's like, which is, like, a very standardly accepted, like, yeah, this works. Yep. And then it has a control stick attachment, which is fun. So, we've been at this for an hour and a half. Um, hour and like six. An hour and twenty-four minutes. That's how long the call story. has been open. I don't know. I guess um, like as I've been see, and that's the thing is I've never had to like listen to the podcast before because I was always in them. Right. But, like now that I've been listening to the podcast, I kind of feel like the hour and a half format is a little long. Yeah. Like um, I mean, even my drive to work, as much as I complain about it being about an hour does not give me the full time to listen to the podcast in one mm -hmm. uh, drive. So, I don't know. I think, yeah, we can call it a podcast, I think. Podcast. I mean, sure, podcast means less. Yeah, I call less, it a podcast. Yeah. Everyone nice calls thing. it a podcast. It's, I mean, it's less editing for me <laughs> <laughs> during this busy time of year. Yes. It's uh, almost one month. That was a couple months ago. Yeah. At least one month. <laughs> At least. Depending, I mean, someone could be listening to this in the far-off future of December 2016. Even December 2017. No, we still have a December. <laughs> no, no I just mean what if they're listening to this in? I mean, I they think, could be... I think the world's going to still exist in December 2017. I think oh. we'll be done. Okay. Like, uh, that's the weird thing about, like, the internet and, like... You know, here we can discover things that happened, like, you know, 5,000 years ago or something. We can dig it up. But, like, in the future, they're just going to be able to look up and be like, oh, yeah, this was 1,000 years ago. 
I'm going to listen about video games from, you know, a thousand years ago. I hope, I hope that's what happens. <laughs> I mean, you can you can go back, like, if you go through Game Call, you can hear people talking about video games when, like, I think the first the first one is when Fallout Three has like just come out. <laughs> you know, so like yeah. that's I mean that's pretty far back in terms of video games. That's like, I mean, so what is it's like? It was was it two thousand eight? The first podcast. First podcast. Um, two thousand seven, two thousand eight sounds about right. Yeah, so I mean that's almost ten oh, years God. of podcast. You can you can get back pretty far. Listen to the to the history. Yay, history. When there were at least two less fallouts. <laughs> I don't know how I know there is there's Fallout Four and then there's also New Vegas. Is that I don't know if there's another one after three though. I don't think so. I think those are the latest two. Yeah. Alright. So Podcast. You, if you enjoyed listening to the Game Cola podcast, thank you for sticking around. If you want to email us at the podcast and have your email read out and us answer your questions, you can email us at podcast at gamecola.net. You can uh, check us out, if you're not already there, on our actual internet website, gamecola.net. If you're listening to this, the hiatus might be over because (laughs) that's one of the major ways this podcast is going to get posted somewhere. That's true. Additionally, you can check us out at our YouTube channel, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. You can check out uh, videos that we've done. Uh, pod, There's uh, uploads of the podcast there uh, and video series. Right now, I think the two main things that are going on are uh, Virtues, the Virtues Last Reward playthrough, which has started to pick back up, as well as... The playthrough of Nathaniel's Nathaniel Hoover's Super Mario World hack, Super Impossible Mario. So you can check those out. <laughs> you can check us out on social media stuff. So just search Game Cola on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, if you're interested in keeping up to date with the podcast on your mobile device, you can check us out on iTunes and rate us highly if you like us. If you don't like us, maybe just you know, don't go to iTunes. <laughs> Why would you ever want to go there? What's that? I don't know. <laughs> And in terms of what's relevant right now, I think that's it. So thank you for listening to this edition of the Game Cola podcast. We'll see you next month once summer hits around and probably get a bigger cast going. People's schedules free up some more. But thanks for stopping by and listening and see you next month. Bye. 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 If it didn't mess with a file name, I'd I'd call this podcast newsite.jpg.